0: Listen up, Gotham.
1: Testing, testing,
0: one, two,
1: three, ooh. Hi, buttons. it's me, Holly
2: Quinn. This is Batman. This is Robin. Tune into the Bat Fanatic Podcast. The Bat Fanatic Podcast. The Bat Fanatic Podcast. The Bat Fanatic Podcast, Bat Fanatic podcast with Sammy Warmhands. With Sammy Warmhands. The Bat Fanatic Podcast. Bat Fanatic Podcast.
1: Although Sam. You might think about changing the name. <laughs>
0: Hey, everybody, it's the Dark Knight of Rap, Sammy Warmhands, and this is the Bat Fanatic Podcast. As always, I'll be joined by my co-hosts, Ben and Evan, and we'd like to shout out our friend the Nando Knight at TNK Comics and Collectibles, our Season 3 sponsor. You can follow on shortboxed.com or on Instagram for claims sales at the Nando Knight. That's K-N-I-G-H-T. Alright? Now, Today, we're returning to an artist we haven't talked about since month one of season one of this show in 2019. One of my all-time favorites and one who I'm waiting for a sketch from as we speak. This is Brian Azzarello and Mayho, Joker. Here's something for you. It's episode 69. <laughs> 69. <laughs> this is Joker. 2008, written by Brian Azzarello, penciled by Lee Bermejo, inked by Lee Bermejo and Mick Gray, colored by Patricia Mulvihill, and lettered by Robert Clark. Is this both of your first time reading this?
2: Yeah. I read this like a year or two ago.
0: Oh, you did? Okay. I found this brand new in 2008 when it came out. I was just, as I've talked about, getting back into comics after Begins, but especially with The Dark Knight. Picking up "Hush" for the first time and "Dark Victory" and you know, like a, l- a little more than just the first couple ones you get, you uh-huh. know. And this came out, and I I saw that cover and was just like really drawn to it. Like, oh wow, this is Ledger, but like gnarly as fuck. Yeah. Years and years later, I heard Lee give an interview on the Bat Force podcast. He was asked about like, did they give you? the ledger model and like you know because this came out i think four or five months after that movie something like that and he goes no i turned in the book first and they sat on it and then the movie comes out and Hmm. it looks like my design and then the book comes out after that and he's like i have no idea if they've seen it or not Uh (laughs) i'm paraphrasing from something that i listened to a long time ago so i could be getting that a bit wrong but what i interpreted was even he kind of wondered did the filmmakers or anybody see cuz i know that Heath Ledger did his own makeup he came up with his own kind of look to an extent but yeah when we read noel oh yeah we saw a glimpse of him in that
2: yeah we yeah. see that style and i to me it was more like oh yeah it's just the Heath Ledger joker reading this again and looking at it it's definitely not yeah it's fairly different It's the big mouth scars are kind of what makes you think that and the kind of the slovenly hair but it's its yep. own unique thing absolutely this is not as
0: first collaboration with Bermejo, I recently became aware of Luther, Man of Steel, which is another villain standalone story like this mm-hmm. prior to it. I haven't read it yet because I want to find a nice hardcover of it, but I also learned... Just in prepping for this, that they have an even earlier title together that's Batman and Deathblow, who I don't even know who that is. That's is from the, like the early 2000s. The guy who has a gun. Oh, the guy with the gun. The Punisher. Isn't, isn't Deathblow
1: Death and Deathstrike like the
0: same dude? Death Bloodsport. Str-
2: Deathblow. <laughs> <laughs> Death but anyway, two prior DC books together. To this day, even though I know it's not what it is, I always think in my head first, oh yeah, the skilled artist, Lieber Mayhoe,
0: Mr. Mayhoe. <laughs> I still will never forget when I went to, um, well, I won't even say, I went to a comic shop and <laughs> the guy goes, oh yeah, we got that new Burma Joe that you like. And I was like, mm. I was genuinely like, what? I had no fucking idea what he said. How do you know I like Burma Joe? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got that new Burma Joe variant. Uh, I know you like those. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, right. Got it. Cool. Yeah, I do like those. Anyway, it's worth noting that this book, which is sort of a uh, Joker meets Sin City kind of vibe, was intended back in '08 as the catalyst for what we now know as DC Black Label though it didn't officially launch until the sequel to this book, Batman Damned, 10 years later. <laughs> Either way, you look at it, we have Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermejo to thank for all these creator-driven standalone titles on DC Black Label that we've enjoyed on this show and beyond, but it's really been a fucking blessing for me as a
2: reader. Contains stories where they're not beholden to whatever the current Canon or event or whatever is. Yeah. But they still can kind of pick and choose what they want to pull from it without being like, kill Alfred. I'll bring Alfred back. Or actually, you know, when the reverse Flash rewrote (laughs) um, the thing, and so now Batman's in uh, Metropolis.
0: In my version, uh, it's set in the 1800s and uh, Jack the Ripper is there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That sounds weird. Um, I also have one that's set in the 70s and uh, Zodiac Killer is there. It's pretty interesting now. Hear me out. There's one set in 2016 and Lex Luthor is president. Oh. Uh, oh, wait, no.
2: That happened in Hush. Never mind. I have this one where Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. Whoa. And some people are like, that's a good choice. It's kind of like when
0: they started drawing Nick Fury based on Sam Jackson and then Sam Jackson got cast. So yeah. maybe you can get Jesse Eisenberg cast as Lex Luthor mm. in the future. Whoa. Yeah. What are we talking about? Do you think Zack Snyder would make a DC movie? Because I think
2: he would be down for a casting like that. He wouldn't be able to handle the studio interference if I have to. I feel like it would be a That's a, a fair bad point. Mix. He
0: really needs control to do his own thing. Yeah. yeah. The book opens with an aerial view of Gotham and narration that says, the news spread all over town like a disease. And we see some henchmen in a titty bar saying, someone needs to pick him up. And only one man volunteers, Johnny Frost, which is not a name I love. I'm just going to say that right now. Johnny, our narrator, then parks in front of Arkham Asylum and says, he's still not sure why, says to the reader. But for some reason, the Joker was released from Arkham Asylum. And this first full page panel, splash page in front of the gate is amazing. And somewhere I have a framed poster of it. Cause it's fucking awesome, and already I think my first impression of the book was like, "Oh shit, this is this is really unique." Like I never seen anything that looked quite like this. Fifteen years ago, I think we read
2: Noel before I read Joker. Yeah, that was like our third episode. Yeah, that was or something. It's fantastic art wise, but I actually like his work more with like flat colors versus painted. I just like his lines more. You like this That's traditional exactly. yeah, okay. Yeah, but it's yeah, also because of the colors like a in that. Yeah, this
1: is his like comic book version of his stuff. Yeah. I think it's tight that he has different versions of his own art. This is like the penciled and inked version of his art versus yeah. his like paintings.
0: Well, and it's odd to me. Like we we've had many different flavors of <laughs> Libra artwork because you talk about Noel had like, what was her name? Barbara chardello or something like that she did the coloring in that which was a wholly unique thing from this right and then we also looked at dear detective that was all the covers that he's been doing which are wholly him from start to finish and they're just fucking mesmerizing they're insane and then something like this is completely different because it's got all his signature grit but you're right it is very flat pencils and inks yeah. yeah and and then you'll you'll see like one panel here and there that's over rendered and it's a little more realistic
2: or something well, yeah, like mixed in the the guys in the bar specifically is this is the scene i'm talking about that actually every scene in the bar when it's not being destroyed when it's just like showing uh <laughs> uh active sure. nightlife or whatever is that because the colors are all bright and interesting like that yeah. and then the first shot of the joker to me is like what you're talking about where like now it looks a little more like those more complexly colored works of his that we look at yeah because there's more looks, shadow or something those yeah, are the ones that grab textural me the most. and gritty. yeah
0: yeah
1: it is cool though how he picks and chooses when to bust out his other style though in the very next page the top panel is a painting and then all the rest of it yeah is his normal stuff
0: and i, I was just showing evan this is the sequel to this book batman damned picks up immediately where this one ends but it's again 10 years in the future that they made this project so his art style is so much more advanced i'm reasonably sure that he does everything in there i don't think there's another color i just saw two names for an inker in this yeah just, so, just yeah just, so this is more like his baby his you know his real shit but yeah it's much different
2: than and that's not to detract from it i just really like his pencils with flat colors
0: yeah, I mean we talked about on the last episode with Mignola being like, okay, this is a different point in his evolution too. So mm. I think it's for me having read this a bunch, but not in a few years, mm. it was really cool to go back and see like him at this stage in the late two thousands. Joker walks out of Arkham, gives the finger, and here I wonder, is Ben worried? Strip clubs and flipping
2: the bird is this edgelord joker i will tell you the first time i read this and i partially it was one of those times where i must have just been in a mood so whatever whatever in my oh, life i was this being stupid fucking thing i'll read you yeah i think that's exactly it because i was by the time i got to the end i was like i left with this feeling of is this glorifying somebody like this right like, this is gonna make Sam dress up as him. Well, that's and maybe partially that <laughs> was that because I was coming off of just everyone else's hype about it. Of like, I'm not like super dialed into the comics community, but like you hear like, oh, that's the one, or that's the book, or things like that. Right. And so I'm like, it's just like a fucking horrible person. I hate this guy. So kind of yes, the first time, but then this time for whatever reason, I was just in a better place mm-hmm. to like take it in. And no, I don't think they try to m- make him cool. I think if anything,
0: that cover the- tries to make him look cool. Sure, sure. The visuals, yeah. But I think the story as a whole, not to get way ahead of ourselves, there is a bit of a moral to the story. It's a cautionary tale. You know, our narrator, as we're about to see, really looks up to this guy, you know, yeah. and does glorify him and romanticize the myth of the Joker. You know,
2: there's definitely a lesson in that if you're willing to hear it, you know. But also, I think the way his. Violence is portrayed in this is not cool. No, so that's why it it's shocking. And, and having already known that this time, I, nothing yeah. about this to me is like the edge lordy. Good. It just seems like a really good f- piece of shit. Johnny offers
0: his gun as a car tails them from a distance. Eventually, they lose the tail and stop at Killer Croc's poker game. There's a great shot when he approaches the steel door, and they open the little eye slot and ask who it is. He says, Joe. They say, Joe who? And all we see is from the inside, looking out through the slot, that nasty Joker
2: smile. He does a really good job
1: with these gross teeth.
2: Yes. While well, still looking real. Unlike some of those Jokers we see. Yeah. like Tim Sale, Long no Halloween. No one could have teeth like that. Or that many teeth. <laughs> yeah, but. yeah.
1: Pot, not even sharks <laughs> these have are that five many inches teeth long. In their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Joker says that he likes coming around because Croc makes him feel handsome and they have a laugh. (laughs) Joker pulls out his empty pockets to show how broke he is, saying he needs some startup money. Croc sympathizes, saying that it's almost disrespectful no one took care of him when he was away. And from a distance, our narrator Johnny concurs. No respect. Amen, brother. He continues now talking to the reader saying that he always knew he'd be part of something important and that someday we'd all know his name.
1: He does a really good job with different expressions, like Joker's face when he's emptying out his pockets. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's using some photo reference. You say he's a
2: cheater like Alex Ross? (laughs) Oh, my God. Mike (laughs) Mayhew? Yeah, these guys suck. I could do this if I had ever seen a picture in my life, but I just,
0: uh,
2: we're not allowed. If I ever held a pencil
1: and looked Uh, at a photograph. We do
0: review comic books, but Ben is blind, just so you know. (laughs) These are (laughs) Braille editions,
2: specifically. I have a thing where just like a terrible AI voice describes the visuals. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm in a bad mood. How about some rabbit? (laughs) I didn't understand that joke. I didn't either. The rabbit ears are
0: his empty pockets sticking out. Okay. Did you have to look that up? How did you know that? Sorry, I thought with your superior intellect that I would think that too. You That's get why the I'm a visual upset. gag, you know. <laughs> Back at the strip club, Joker has a welcome home party with the whole entourage, Johnny, Croc, and all their goons. She never speaks, but there's a striking blonde woman in the foreground wearing a plunging neckline
2: that shows everything but nips. Another panel that again, why I like to see his artwork with this 2D colors, because just that, like, it stands out. It reminds me of, I don't know who was responsible the for it. The areolas but, stand out? No, you don't see any areolas. I would have noticed that. Eon uh, Flux, whoever was, like, sure. the lead animator, a character designer. But mm-hmm. also what I see in this, and Evan, you will get it or not. Sam, you won't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Later, JoJo. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, once his his style solidified. Yeah. I see a lot of that in this. Yeah. Things are kind of... Overly exaggerated, like, proportions, but not so much so that they look completely abstract. Yeah. But, like, long chins and noses and hair that kind of goes out weirdly.
1: Yeah, a lot of this stuff, like, everybody's head seems a little too big (laughs) in this. And everybody seems they're drawn in a way that's exaggerated. It's not so far as a caricature. Like... They don't kind of look like they're smiling. They really look like they're smiling. Yeah. Like, it's a big-ass smile.
2: I'm not confused about what's going on with their face. And it's ex- extremely realistically depicted, just exaggerated.
0: Yeah, and that's something that I just smile and nod through you guys talking about. Because like, I don't really know. For as much as we talk about art, I couldn't quite pinpoint what is the difference between an Alex Ross, a Warren Lau... Realism and a Libra Mejo because it has this gritty kind of distortion about it, but I don't really know. Like, it is real realism, but it's not,
2: and yeah, so that's I mean, Evan hits it on the head with a like caricature, it's not that far, but it's the same kind of idea. Like, what are all the elements you need to accurately depict this person, not like a Simpsons character version, but like actually their features and everything Uh while still making it unreal? Yeah. sure.
0: Uh, the woman I mentioned, we also see that her pants are red and black on opposite legs when she walks by. As they drink, she takes the stage and strips down to nothing before gradually dressing up as Harley in the jester suit. Almost a reverse strip tease there. Meanwhile, Joker talks to his guy Monty and says, we need to talk business. Joker asks Johnny for a dollar and walks off with Monty. Shortly after, Monty gets pushed through the curtain on stage. He's been skinned from the neck down, and as he collapses, Joker slaps his ass with the dollar. Harley stands beside him looking amused.
1: They must have made pretty quick work of that. I
2: don't know how, I don't know
1: how long it takes to skin a person, but this doesn't make it seem like it's Good very point.
2: long. Where it's a, a three-minute song, you know. A completely soundproof room in the back.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I wondered about that. It must be really loud.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a crazy blowjob.
0: <laughs> She's my cherry pie. <laughs> 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 really
2: loud. Super fun. But I mean, again, that like, this is gross. Yeah, yeah, which is effective. I'm not like. I'm not the person who looks at Joker at any time and goes like, "Cool." Well, but yeah, but definitely like, not the f- this time. First
0: thing they show him do is like totally. fucking barbaric. Yep. you know, you don't get a lot of that like
1: musculature and stuff, and it's unnerving. And the yeah. only other thing that I can think of is the stuff where he's
0: two face stuff.
1: It has his face just like his skin, whatever that is, uh. where, where you're seeing the muscles and stuff underneath.
0: Joker speaks now. To the audience from the stage saying, he thought he left the city in capable hands. But those hands loosened their belts and took a shit on everything I've done. He asks, who wants to help him take the city back? And again, Johnny answers the call. There's a look on his face of pure adoration here. Like he feels like teacher's
2: pet to be able to be like, yes, I'll answer the call. I I just saw that man, that skinned man. And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, I want to go with you. Yeah, yeah, there's no way
0: that could ever be me. Elsewhere, the news continues to spread. Two-Face gets a phone call. He answers yes before saying no. God, no. I love the simplicity of that scene because it's so effective and it's only, what, three, four syllables? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Johnny picks up Joker and Harley the next morning. He's nervous and visibly sweating but blames it on the hangover, Joker offers him pills and booze to wash it down. They have a bit of a confrontation there. He's like, Oh, you don't take pills? I fucking take you pills. Think you're you know what I me? Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I can't take them dry, motherfucker. <laughs> that's, uh, that's
2: funny. This characterization of Joker, I like because it reminds me of just like being in bars. He's a bully. Well, I'm being around those people who are like joking and then, but not, but yeah. now I'm joking and it's like, God, Tuco. what the fuck is wrong with you?
0: Yeah. Like really unsettling and a little bit jovial, but then really threatening. Yeah. I think I want to go. All of your <laughs> jokes borderline on reality. Yeah. A flashback explains that Johnny vowed never to go back to prison, which cost him his marriage and his children. But now... He's thinking to himself, he's the getaway driver for a bank robbery. Disappointed, Joker gets back into the car with a bag of cash.
2: He laments that everything went smoothly and nobody died. But it was so boring. This Joker robbing a bank, that already seems like Dark Knight, even though they say there's no like sure. overlap. And then also with that bag, the big duffel bag. Mm-hmm. That just seems like the imagery from the beginning of The Dark Knight.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this would have been made before that came out. He gives Johnny a bloody photo of a child, the bank president's daughter, apparently, who then throws it out the window as they drive away. Croc delivers Penguin for a meeting with Joker. He shows off the robbery money and asks for a quick investment. Penguin insults him, asking what makes him think he ever had control of Gotham. Joker holds up his arm, saying, feel my muscle and goes no not that muscle and Croc puts penguin in a fucking headlock i love this shot and this, just in general like you were saying about this characterization but just the way that he talks to people is so perfect joker because he's got him in this headlock for the rest of the conversation he lets him go penguin is gasping for air and joker goes please you're scaring the fish <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. that's calm down what's wrong with you that's very like like marini's joker you know his version of uh
1: Penguin is one of my favorite one of his takes on a character. I don't even know what I'm... Character designs? Words are weird. Images of a human ever. Of the people that he draws in this comic book, I like the Penguin the most. His name is Abner. That's weird. Yeah. Why is his name Abner?
0: Yeah. I looked that up too. It seemed to be other people uh, asking about that. Is that like a... Now I'm remembering. kind of thing? uh, There was a Reddit thread that led to an article and i read half the article and got interrupted and now i'm remembering i need to finish reading that article before we record
2: (laughs) this yeah this depiction of penguin though does border on a little bit my fears that i had at the beginning of gotham by gaslight taking these iconic seminal characters and some of them turning them into like riddler and long halloween yeah those like turning them into punching bags and not formidable in their own right yeah which Though it's, it's, I never th- really thought that. Yeah, but penguin, penguin is not
1: was
0: formidable physically. He's he's got muscle. They let him get out muscled here by Croc, but typically I think of penguin as someone
2: who's got a lot of well, guns sh- around him. Why would he show mm-hmm. up to the scene alone? Like just like little things like that. It's like you're making him seem mm. small to make the Joker seem bigger in a way that's a little like. It's true, sure. but that's
0: also why I worded it as croc delivers penguin to this thing like Uh,
2: who knows how he got it i don't know but
0: that was not the normal like okay we're meeting with my guys and you're meeting with your guys you know it's probably a kidnapping johnny goes back to his apartment to pick up some essentials before crashing with the joker full-time apparently there's an undercover cop waiting inside who says you're running with the wrong crowd and just ominously leaves without arresting
2: him. Same.
0: fucking with him.
2: Well, and the same, yeah, same as the Joker, because it's not just the Joker. Like, Tons he, of characters in this story are that obnoxious, like, do this, I'm just fucking with you, yeah. or am I? Like, they're You're all... Like, oh, uh. You got a permit for that gun? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Watch
0: out. Yeah. Hilarious. Johnny looks around and decides not to take anything after all.
1: Not even his prized Confederate flag.
0: <laughs> yeah, I made a note here that, oddly, I was... Fine reading about a violent criminal. You know, I'm not connecting to this guy or something. But when they panned around and showed the Confederate flag, I was like, oh, he's racist too. Like, why this choice? Well, reading it this time too,
2: because I think that's what put me off without spoiling the ending the first time of just like this character's story. He's like, he is a punching bag in, in literal and also metaphorical terms. Thinking like, oh, this guy suffers. And the Joker's cool, I don't know. But then, especially reading it this time, I'm like, no, this guy's a piece of shit also, so <laughs> yeah, I don't feel that bad. I mean- yeah. Back in the car,
0: Joker is outside an Italian restaurant. He tells Johnny to look out at the city and that he's out there watching. Inside, he meets with Tommy Bang Bang, making fun of his name, about taking back his territory. Tommy says, I was just keeping it warm for you and offers some cash as a gesture. His cut, he says. Joker negotiates a way to keep collecting while Tommy's guys run the operation.
2: Everyone leaves happy. I just want to say Joker eating shrimp is the grossest thing. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah,
0: (laughs) seriously. I like when the guy goes to shake his hand and he reaches his hand out and
2: then grabs more shrimp.
1: (laughs) One, that's disgusting. Two, I like this, uh, I want what's mine back. (laughs) His face is hilarious.
2: That joke is really funny because it's in response to him, Tommy Bang Bang going, wine? Like, would you like some wine? Yeah. And his Uh, answer is to wine. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It's odd because this is like a very real, serious Joker story, but he also does fuck around quite a bit. I think it just plays into like it's not like so self-serious that he ceases to be the Joker character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, character appropriate.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, it makes like it's him, but also all of that just in contrast to. Making a funny joke and then killing somebody brutally, Uh Uh, you know, it just it like his pendulum swings pretty freaking far. (laughs) Yeah, and so so those things, those funny moments, are just like it's funny and it jovial or whatever, but it just shows how far he swings. You know, that's don't be fooled by that. Yeah, he's not that dude. He's not funny. Yeah, that's gonna come back around.
0: On the sidewalk, Joker says, you know, I forgot to do something, and goes back inside, shooting Tommy twice. The lettering says bang, bang by his face. That's cute. Mm -hmm. He says that Tommy's 10% is off the table, but the guys can still keep their five. Outside, he looks around as if he was just baiting Batman, and that was the only reason he tried to do it. Hmm. But he can't seem to get the guy's attention. I thought that was great because it's a subtle beat and there's not really a lot said about it, but before the scene, it's like, you know, he's out there and he's watching me and I, then he goes in there and he's like, hey, everything went fine. And he goes back and shoots the guy and comes out and looks around
2: again. I'm like, no, nothing. Okay. That was lost on me until you just pointed this out. Yeah. Right. I like that. That's bit. who he was doing it for. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah because before
0: like the guy treated him right, he had no reason to harm the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Prior
1: to going to the restaurant, he's talking about Batman being out there and stuff and then does this thing apparently just to get his attention. I think
0: the edgelord version of this would be if none of that Batman context was in the scene and he walked out and went... Well,
2: that wasn't fun and then goes and shoots the guy for no reason. grabs a couple more shrimp. I will say this borders on Batman being an edgelord Batman because he lets a lot of people die. I mean, it's never really explained where he is. Sure, you know. Oh, maybe it's just Joker's paranoia. Like, I know you're out there watching me, but he probably would be. Well, but-
0: I-, I read that the way he talks about it a couple times throughout is that he's got this ego about him. He's got this like, oh, well, you need me, and all that. And, like mm-hmm. that stuff that we've seen before. To me, it's his narcissism going. Oh, he's gonna like this, right? He's gonna. Oh, he's not even. You're not even here. Goddamn! Uh, you know, yeah. like well, of like, I'm doing all this for you, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm. What else would you be doing if not mm-hmm. me giving you purpose? There's a two-page montage of dead bodies across town, all mobsters. Johnny says, Joker likes to do it himself. And like Nicholson, thinks of himself as some kind of artist. Johnny says, he's no artist himself, but likes being on this side of the danger, which is Another, it's just like, yeah, this guy sucks. Yeah. I'll also mention that if we're to take this as a, a trilogy, let's say a true story, right? Joker. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, Joker, Noel, and Damned. Two are directly in sequence. One is Bermejo on its own, but like all three of those stories have a third party nobody. Narrative. narrating the whole thing, uh-huh. and it's from their perspective. And to me, this is the most effective version of it, is the ver- the very first one, I think, is hmm. the best telling of it.
2: It sets the scale, right? Because when we spend so much time with Batman or with the villains, you start to get used to it. Yeah. So when you're seeing it more from like a more regular person, all this, I mean, because we don't, to spoil it, we don't see Batman until the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, to save him for that last scene makes him much more effective. Yeah, mm-hmm. you really do feel like he's when's he going to show up? He's just hiding there. Totally. I think that
1: stuffing a person in a barrel would be difficult.
2: Probably have to break <laughs> the limbs.
1: Yeah,
0: that's part of the fun, I'm sure. For this fucking guy. You like how I recovered that? I'm like, for this guy, <laughs> for this, <laughs> yeah. for this yeah. guy Honestly. specifically. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean not, not me. Okay. Doesn't interest me if I'm being honest. <laughs> I've always thought that that looked really fun. <laughs> For someone else. <laughs> uh, how are you guys enjoying the, uh, the, the new layout here? Is the more separation a little better? Uh, I'd rather be close to Ben.
1: You'd yeah, rather be closer?
2: I, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Can you get a nice big couch? I thought it would be better. better.
0: Yeah, no. can we just have a My love butt has seat? Fallen asleep. I had a love seat, and I suggested it to you guys, and you said, no, it's too small. Yeah, three-seater. I was going to move the one from there to over here. Three-seater, but. so there's a one seat between us. Well, you fucking go to Goodwill and find a fucking... Anyway, Tell me um, to go to Goodwill. there's a brief exchange with Johnny and Croc getting on each other's nerves, and then they accompany Joker to a meeting with Penguin. There's a great beat where Penguin says, take a seat. Joker looks around the room before setting his eyes on Penguin and says, I'll take yours. And he leans over the desk, gets right in his face and says, get up. Breaking the
2: sinister tone now with a laugh. He says, "I'm just kidding." I think we jumped past just the scene with Johnny going to get Croc. Yeah, I kind of skimmed over that one. Well, the only reason that's important to me is because that's Johnny going, and now he's like the way he says it to Croc. He's like, "Come on, we gotta go." And he's like, oh, "I'm not done eating." He's like, "No, you are done eating." And yeah, goes to get the plate. He's like anointed now by the Joker. Yeah. He thinks, and Croc picks him up and says, "You know, you think you're working? You think you're a worker? you don't even understand." Yeah. And then, like, that's just the kind of...
0: The first seed of doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also when... I'm working. You can feel the anxiety of Johnny, like, okay, I've been sent on this task, and I got to take him right now, because boss wants him now. And he's going, fuck you, I'm not going now, I'm not doing what you say, you little bitch. And then they show up late. Yeah. Joker's like oh, you're fucking late, huh? And Croc's like, is that a problem? Like, no, I just got here myself, right? Which comes back later because Johnny at the time is like real nervous. He's got to get to school on time, you know, or, mm. or he's going to get in trouble. And then it doesn't happen. And so it kind of diffuses it and we don't think about it for a while. But this scene about like, take a seat and like, get up, give me your, you know. This is what David Ayer and Jared Leto
2: got right which there's not a lot in training day yes training day has that throughout the whole movie though for sure like hey dude i'll fucking kill you yeah i'm just kidding smoke this yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> but in suicide squad there's two scenes there's the, the one scene with common in the nightclub you know like oh you like my girl or whatever and then brings over and then he's like wait what the fuck are you know <laughs> what um. are you trying to do but the best version of that is with Ike Barinholtz, who is the hostage in this situation, where they're in the back room, and you know, like you fucking sit there, and the boss is coming in, you know, and and he's being all eccentric and making his weird cat sounds and stuff. He's doing his thing, rare, but he's in kind of the bane, like rest his hand on his shoulder, and like, do you feel in charge? He has that Blinding. sort of, he has that sort of, almost like a delicate threat of violence in this 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 expert manipulation mm-hmm. that he's doing here and this joker has that behavior constantly it's like you know that
1: you have a rapport or that you have a history yeah of like unpredictability but you could stop and you're sort of like resting on the laurels of your like past insanity or something where you don't even necessarily have to do anything anymore, but everybody knows that you're capable of yes, it. Yeah. And so anytime you do anything like that, everybody What's knows that next? there's potential why? because... It's like,
0: why is he being nice? Why, yeah. why is he getting closer to me? What is...
1: even? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like he's jokers using his knowledge of everybody's perception of him yeah. to his advantage. And like, seems, uh, he can I, I know what you think about me so I can bunnies. manipulate you like that.
2: Yeah. When a lot of this story is like Johnny learning Johnny, that, Johnny. amidst yes. a whole bunch of people who already know it. Yeah. And him not like understanding that anything you think of him being friendly to you or trusting you or giving you power, or responsibility means nothing. Yeah. Totally.
0: Penguin says that Dent is upset which one is the joke? and warns that he won't take Joker's calls. Later, at the bar, Joker does call and gets no answer. Furious, he smashes the bar with a bat, and one of his goons motions that they should probably leave. Actually breaks a phone with his hand. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. The best thing about old phones is that you could fucking, like, take out your rage after a call. God damn it, You could probably beat somebody to death with an old phone. I'm sure that's been in movies. It's probably happened. Or a phone cord, certainly. Joker pours him a drink and insists that he stays. When the guy comes closer to the bar, Joker smashes the bottle over his head and then grinds the glass Uh, into his face. Gross. Still rambling about Two-Face the whole time. He then lights a match and burns down the whole bar. Now, <laughs> this is insane. First of all, I would just want to say, as I was reading this yesterday, I had taken a picture of my cat who, when he's really comfortable in the blankets on the couch, he will bury his head. He'll like, twist his fucking head and bury his face in the blankets like an ostrich or something. And so I'd sent that picture to my wife a while earlier. And the moment she responded, she said, smashed face boy or something like that. Was the moment that I was reading that page. And so I sent her a picture Smash of that. Smashed face. <laughs> I said, good timing. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> called yeah. it. But yeah, man, that fucking, that again, like if the, the skinning the guy wasn't enough because we didn't really see him do it. Here we see the callousness,
2: the, the complete lack of provocation that it needs you know like as he's grinding the bottle into the guy's face he's not looking at him no he's He's still he's off in his head talking
0: about Harvey Dent
2: Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason he probably finds
0: the irony of grinding this guy's face while he's talking about the other guy's face but like yeah man
2: it's fucked
1: this guy's cool I want
2: to dress up as him for Halloween
1: (laughs) (laughs) nobody else really seems to um, be super bothered by that
2: Yeah, it's Croc's gang. And they're just like, yeah, whatever.
0: Johnny tells the reader that no one understood the Joker that night. No one but me. He tells a story about how, as a child, some bigger kids wanted to throw his pet frog off the roof. He didn't want them to, but saw no alternative. So he did it himself. The Joker, he thinks, was only trying to control what is happening to him. Like everything's spiraling out of control. He's lost his grip on his city. And so he is reestablishing dominance, which is pretty insightful for this fucking idiot. Yeah, this is mine to destroy. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Him crying and holding on Harley is funny.
0: Yeah, as he continues to narrate here, we see Johnny eavesdropping on Joker, who's on his knees crying while holding a half-dressed Scarface-looking Harley Who's got champagne and cigarette in
2: hand. Now I just want to see Michelle Pfeiffer, Batman Returns era, as Harley Quinn. Oh. Yeah. I'm sure someone could
0: Photoshop Scarface Pfeiffer and make a a Harley out of it. I just want one of these these artists to do it for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Johnny's breakfast the next day is interrupted by that cop from earlier. And he takes him to a meeting with Two-Face. Dent says that Joker is a disease that this city cannot abide that one day He'll stand over Johnny's dead body and laugh because death is nothing but a punchline to him The implication here is that if Johnny acted against Joker That he would have a future working for two-face He's trying to get somebody on the inside to take care of this problem for him
1: Is that where the character's name comes from? What do you mean? Isn't punchline the name of that character?
0: Punchline
2: is a very new character. She's just a Joker character. Yeah, so that okay. would be like but the, Punchline but and uh, Squirting Flower. That's the famous one. The, and, uh, so,
0: in, in Punchline's origin story, she says her name as a Punchline, I think, for the first time. And so double that's, Entendre. That, that's that it it new is. guy
2: they introduced who's like Joker's entendre. sidekick, fights with a sword. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Two Faces Office is very cool because they don't dwell on it, but. It's like it's split down the middle, like Tommy Lee Jones. It is split mm, down the middle. Yeah, yeah, half of it is uh, like untiled with a pile of tiles on the floor. So it looks more like they I were didn't just. didn't notice this. I was joking. Yeah, yeah it's it, like they are in the, the process of making it or tearing it apart. Oh. So you don't look at it as obvious, like, oh, they left this part undone. But half of it is completely run down and ransacked. <laughs> yeah. And then the half he sits on is nice and well manicured. Funny. And it's just, they don't, there's no like obvious shots of it. That's like here, where you guys get the good (laughs) wheelchairs, and
0: I have the $400 Dark Knight Secret Lab chair.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Fucking asshole.
0: Johnny goes (laughs) to the roof to clear his head. He stays too long and shows up late. Johnny uses the same line that Croc had used on Joker before, but gets the opposite reaction. He says, is that a problem? He gets a gun to his head, and I imagine... Harvey's words are still ringing in his ears right about now. And in his
2: nuts. <laughs> yeah. That, that is I remember that from the, the first crotch, time. Right? Yeah. Yeah, from the first time reading it. That shot it, cuz it's not just how painful that is, how like demeaning that is. A like, grown man kicking you in the balls. Yeah, like to like to really get out of your head that you matter to this person at all or you matter in the situation that like hardly talking back is met with just getting whomped in the nuts. Yeah. Yeah. In front of other people.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to cancel the prank
2: video I was going to do after this episode. <laughs> That's how you feel. I'll still kick you in the nuts if you want.
0: <laughs> in what's maybe the strangest aesthetic choice of this story, a Fast and the Furious shirtless Riddler hops out of a neon sports car <laughs> with tattoos on his stomach and a cane instead of a staff. They exchange quips before handing over a Pulp Fiction-style unseen treasure kind of briefcase. This is an Edgelord Ridley, though.
2: I will say that. Yeah. He's got a
1: God's tattoo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it. The early stuff is really good. Hey, I mean, I bought that
1: Yo,
0: first record. No, I bought the first two records anything. when they came out. I just don't listen to them, you know, past the age of 17. <laughs> I kept him for a while. Not that one. I didn't like that one. Into Into my veins. Your mission
2: is to go into the cemetery and wait until dawn. Red will. You guys never watched Fear on MTV? The one where Reese Witherspoon gets fingered with Marky Mark. No, that's a good one too, though. Just open the fucking door. Ah! A Um, long time. No, it's where they. This is not important. Let's continue. Okay. With uh, Joe Watch Rogan. Fear. It's probably on YouTube. And and no, and he... they would send like... <laughs> <laughs> they would send five 20-somethings to like an abandoned prison where people were like murdered or prisoners were abused or like a plantation. Yeah, that's a They would dark. stay in a house with no windows during the day and when night came, they'd be like, you have to go to the room where they hung people and you need to stay there until we call you again, there'll be radio silence. Like, and then, like, producers would probably be in the background, bag? like, yeah. knocking rocks off of things and making noises to share sure. them. And uh, you got money if you could stay the whole um, five days or something. Well, but, hey, I'm broke. I could, yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. That was the theme song to the show, is that... It dun, dun, was? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I think so. I,
0: I I think. Can't, I'm trying to think of what the fuck... This is... I'm sorry. Some of you guys probably like the tangents at this point, but whatever the... I f- think f- they're only here for the tangents. I saw the first... <laughs> Whatever the first Whoops, Godsmack video was. Well the first Godsmack video, it had this like you know, a friend of mine actually worked for Soli from Godsmack at a studio he owned and said he was a rotten bastard. So you know oh, I don't mind making fun this. of him or misattributing bad songs to him.
2: With arms wide open. Yeah. yeah, he wrote he wrote that too. Are
1: they still making music?
0: Fuck if I know. Creed?
1: No, Godsmack.
0: Creed smack. Joker was in good spirits after this exchange with Riddler. Johnny explained that his mood was like the weather. It affects everyone around. Just then, a car pulls up beside them on the road and starts shooting. Johnny veers off the road and flips the car. (gasps) Joker gets at and returns fire, but he runs out of ammo just as dense cop appears still standing. He draws a gun and says, I'd say you're under arrest if you were. And then a shot goes off, but the cop is the one who falls. Johnny comes up from behind. He made his decision, even though Dent would be furious. Adding insult to injury, the next day, Dent finds the body in his front yard,
2: hanging upside down from a tree. With a, whatever they call that, Glasgow. What do they call that when they... Oh, the Cheshire faces. smile. Yeah, Cheshire yeah, 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 yeah. smile. I think there's a
0: Glasgow smile. I think that's a term as well. I
2: thought that was like a headbutt or something. Or a Glasgow kiss. Mm. I don't know. I'm not a tough guy. I don't do this. Cleveland those steamer. You're trying to get Family Guy canceled again?
1: Godsmack put out an album this year.
2: No, no shit. <laughs> no their shit. best work ever. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's the singer and then a bunch of hired people. Yeah. Uh, 2010,
1: 2014, 2018, 2023.
2: Wow. Still active. Yeah. Good for them.
0: Hey, speaking of new metal, did you see Aaron Lewis from Stained shot a bunch of deer or something and he spelled out Trump 2024 in their dead bodies and posed with it for an aerial photo? That's insane. That's real,
2: and it just happened this month. Yeah. Yeah, people lack self-awareness to think, even if you're like for hunting, which I'm not necessarily against or whatever, but like to think that like, yeah, splay out the dead bodies in a political endorsement. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This'll own the libs.
1: (laughs) I still can't even like get past, and I partially appreciate this and partially don't, that they're acknowledging the beauty of the thing by killing the thing. Because like, they'll be like, pillory. it's
0: a beautiful, beautiful beast. Like I'm going to shoot it in the face. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I've never understood okay. that. I, I had a lyric at one point that said something about, I'm like a, I was thinking of my grandfather's house. He was a duck hunter and he had artwork of ducks all over the house. Like you're like a hunter with frame paintings of wild geese and deer.
2: You couldn't be less sincere. You know, it's like mm. it's just such a weird justification. It is weird. It's, for- it's like to hunt animals is a very animal thing to do. But,
0: you know, Aaron Lewis is just like, well, hey, they say to use every part of the animal. So I just made my sign. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I made yeah. my political I sign. I turned them into letters. You know,
2: <laughs> I didn't buy a billboard. This was organically made. We're going to eat them all. We got chili, Homegrown. nachos. Anyway. My daughter's getting married next month. We're going to use all this meat.
0: Speaking of which, here's another montage of violence in the story. This time on anyone connected to Harvey in his territory. They finally come face to face and it's set at a zoo. Joker's playing hardball, so Den produces a hostage. It's Johnny's ex-wife, Shelly. Joker's surprised that Harvey knew Johnny or that he was even married, but seemed to take it personally that Harvey took it that close to home. Joker removes a glove and slaps Harvey's good side. It only takes a moment before realizing that that wasn't a normal hand. close-up on Joker's fingers shows they're covered in broken glass or razors or something nasty, scarring Harvey's good side in the process. No, it's actually he slashes his wrist. Yeah, wrist. Oh, really? I thought he went right for his fi- Did he deflect? No, because he, he's
1: like threatening to call like, with the phone. Oh, right. And So his hands up. Yeah, so so his hands up holding the phone and Joker slashes his wrist. I thought
0: it was such a better move of his fucking, like,
2: getting his good side. No, it's, like, worse than that because you, there's, it's, you, along with Harvey, there's a moment of, like, what has happened and you see his slash wrist, but it's not until the next page that you get, like, the full weight of what happened. There's a panel in the setup for this scene where Joker's talking to Harvey on the phone that I just really, really like because it's, you know, a normal panel, and then about halfway there's a, a panel that runs the width of the page. But then the bottom of the page is just the continuation of that picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so it's weird. broken up by the letterbox. I don't know, just a neat choice. Like just drawing your focus. Yeah, exactly. Interesting.
0: When Harvey's guys draw their weapons, a gorilla guns them down from the adjacent <laughs> cage here at the zoo. Now, unmasked, we see it was Harley in a monkey suit. With a Tommy gun. (sighs) Great plan. Setting up, you know, I choose the venue. Having a fucking surprise like that. An ace up the sleeve. Joker puts Shelly in a car. Tells Croc to take her wherever she needs to go. And to give her some money. He leans to Johnny and says, I guess this makes us even.
2: I, maybe this is like... Yeah, you know, I'm starting to feel for the Joker now, right? <laughs> <Everyone has laughs> He's a good guy, yeah. right? He needs love. Smart, capable. Deep um, down. What is he blackmailing Harvey with? What are you talking about? Well, the whole thing he had in the briefcase was when he says, like, yeah, you had a wife. No, not you. You. And he's like, I, what is, who is Harvey going to call on the phone to do anything to? I just, this is lost on I mean, me.
0: Go, let me go back here. Because I thought the whole point was that he's trying to take back his shit. Harvey turned him down, and so he's going out there and killing all of Harvey's guys.
2: But then they have a meeting, and the thing he got from the Riddler, it sounds like, is what he's using to try and blackmail him, because he says, like... What is in that case? He says, you didn't tell me you were married, talking to Johnny Storm. Frost. (laughs) uh,
1: Johnny Storm. Johnny Blaze. But but neither did you, Harvey. Method Man is in this, actually.
2: (laughs) Neither did you, Harvey. And Harvey, the good side, is like, I've been married for years. And then Joker says, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to you, to the other side. And then he's like, "I was talking to you. There's a lot of things people in our position can get away with. Murder being one. Wives ain't two of them. Yeah, bigamy is like tax evasion. So it's like I don't think he's literally talking about a wife. But why? Just what I don't know what he's threatening him with, and what is Harvey okay. saying? Harvey's like, "I'm going to call on the phone, and whatever you have against me, I can make it all disappear in one phone call." And that's what kicks off the whole violence.
1: Yeah, because Joker's like, "I don't need to explain myself further to you, to do I?" And in my head, I'm like. Yeah, yes, you please. do. <laughs> Two faces is like, but no, Two-face you don't have to. Two
2: Face seems to get it, yeah. which is fine because I don't mind not knowing. But I didn't know if there was, if you guys knew.
0: Well, yeah, you're right. Because he hands him the briefcase, and Dent says, "And what the hell is that?" And Joker ignores him. He had started saying, "I mean to have what's mine," and in between that, Dent goes, "What the hell is that?" And He said, "I'm asking for it," and then they get back into that, like, goddamn right."
2: The double entendres. But, and I mean, it, it works if we're, again, we, if we have the perspective of Johnny Frost, of like, that's what he's taking from the situation, too. He has no idea what's going on. So that works. I mm-hmm. just didn't know if we're supposed to know at any point
0: Yeah, what's going I on. don't think there's any reveal there. I think it's more so derailed by the fact that Shelly is brought into the situation. And it seems like Joker is genuinely like, oh, fuck that. You're going to play low? Okay,
2: I'll play low. Uh-huh. Fucking goes to disfigure him or slash him or whatever. No, he goes, he tells him I have this thing that I'm going to use against you and then that leads to the slashing. What is the thing he was using against him? If anyone's listening to this, please respond to the Bat Fan Addict podcast. What did Mr. Mayo's Joker
0: have? I I don't know what you're talking about because I'm reading this dialogue again that you were quoting. He's saying there's a lot of things we can get away with
2: saying like Wives. You can't have two wives. Is he talking about, like, is Harvey working with the police and as a criminal? Is he a federal informant? What is Joker threatening to reveal that Harvey's like, doesn't matter what you say, I can make one phone call, and I will make all of that go away?
0: I'm not taking that at all. I'm taking this as, I mean, I'm a very literal person, but he just produced this guy's wife as a hostage, and he's like, look, we can fucking go, I think this is like mob people saying, like, you don't bring... A non-combatant you don't bring a fucking bystander
2: into our shit no because what's the phone call for he's saying joker is threatening him with something and he's saying i can make a phone call right now to make all of that go away and then he, he swipes the phone but actually slashes his hand instead i don't even get the whole bigamy is like tax evasion having, two, having two wives he keeps talking about wives and two wives.
1: Yeah, I just... Once a prosecutor has a crime, he can try in the public eye. I just don't even know what that means. Well, that's like
2: he could... Whatever it is, he could reveal to other people. So even if it's not proved, it will ruin Two-Face. Oh. Uh, this is just confusing. And again, I don't mind because we're... I think we're supposed to be with like Johnny Frost. Yeah. And not be totally... I don't have all the info. Yeah, we're supposed to be confused and out of our depth. But I just didn't know if you guys knew.
1: I don't know that I really highlighted him, but I recall reading this and there being a couple times where I just didn't understand like the jump in the scene or the jump in the dialogue. Uh-huh. and was just something about it. Didn't make sense to me. And this was one of them.
0: Yeah. I guess I was more focused on the escalation of the, the tension here and not on that. Cause that, you know, he's holding the phone. Two face is saying that Harvey's happiness compromised our best interests. Like if he so had I a made sure that it couldn't, I have a man on speed dial that will make everything in that case disappear. so you're right there is so, some kind so of blackmail what's, what's i guess in the case uh,
2: i don't know and this has been a i don't think a a we 20 minute side thing but i just like that bothered me in the scene i was like what is that
0: yeah it, honestly for all the times i've read this it never occurred to me because the face-to-face
2: panels of them and then the fucking shocking
0: violence uh, and all this shit it's just like i'm i'm cruising through this at a quick pace by this point you're know, like oh my god you know what next Joker then murders a liquor store clerk and tells Johnny to take anything he wants. He says, you're with me now. Johnny feels pride in that statement, but it quickly fades when Joker leads them to a stranger's apartment and kills an elderly couple in bed for no reason. Lying in the carnage, Joker and Johnny, they talk <laughs> and... Johnny slips up and then apologizes. Joker says that he hates apologies more than anything else. Johnny tells the reader this brief confession from a man who never confesses it killed me. So I actually thought our narrator was killed off screen in this moment uh, Mm. until you know you catch up to it a little bit he was talking about like this sealed my fate less literally. (laughs) Cut to Two-Face at the Bat-Signal. He's begging Batman for help. We see a brief vignette of him crash through Harley's window. And then as Joker pulls up outside, he sees that broken window and gets back in the car. They go to Croc's hideout. and Batman has been there too. Everyone is tied up and knocked out. Joker lights his liquor bottle and throws it in the street like a Molotov cocktail. He does his best... Jennifer Love Hewitt in. I know what you did last summer. What
1: are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for?
0: (laughs) When when
2: Batman finds Harvey on the roof, though, again, it's back to that other thing where he says, Harvey is saying that the Joker found a a way to murder one of us. And Batman's like, Yes, he does. And he's like, No, I mean one of us, like one of the two faces. Again, Mm -hmm. going back to like whatever he was blackmailing with.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's very strange now that they introduced a subplot like that and don't really...
1: I love this split with his face and how the normal half is like looking down and then the disfigured part is like looking at
0: you, but the expression is awesome. It's like a lazy eye. You never know which side to look at. Yeah. (laughs) Johnny laughs as they run away from the fire. Joker slaps him for laughing, takes him as a hostage and a human shield. Batman descends... And Joker taunts him for being such a tryhard with all that black, the suit, and the dark persona. He asks then why, under all that mystique, does Batman leave part of his face exposed, that chiseled, handsome physique? Batman says, to mock you. Then Joker flips out, shoots Johnny in the back of the head, and they fight it out while our narrator collapses and closes the story. He says... Now everyone knows his name, and that Joker is a disease for which there is no cure, only a Batman. The last panel is a distant view of that bridge with a faint outline of Joker's body falling into the water below. And in 2008, you could really just sort of wonder, it could be a Killing Joke ending where you see a body falling, you don't know conclusively that uh, it's Joker. I fell in the water, nothing I, I th- we can I think do. It's... But with the release of Batman Damned, it is the Joker's body. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't even notice that
1: until you just said that. Made it seem like maybe it was Johnny, like he's pulling himself up right. to the railing and you know bailed over the edge. Any
0: Easter eggs... It's not really a referential kind of story. Um,
2: Yeah, the blade he used to kill that elderly couple was Fingerbrand, Bill Fingerbrand. Oh, cool. Are you making that up? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Because you're right, it's not one of those kind of... Look at the Easter
0: eggs. It's that one part where he uh, sets down the newspaper and says, where do they get a load of
2: me? (laughs) Prose? Fantastic tone that's consistent all the way through. This is a gross, disgusting Gotham and world and people. The way the city is illustrated it looks it looks like it's in brazil or the philippines or something it's it's like super dense to me yeah yeah very yeah, dense yeah, very yeah. built up very modern but just like dilapidated and gross and run down yeah every slice of life we see in this city through this book reflects that yeah mm-hmm. every everything is terrible there's no noel where they're Reminding you, there's good.
0: And like, no, there's uh, nothing redeemable here. I guess it could go two ways, because I think that his
1: art style could work good regardless with the whole painted color style. You could show... The
0: level like, of grime. <laughs> yeah, like, oh
1: my gosh, this brick wall has layers of stains or something like that. But also, the solid black really highlights the shadows and stuff. Yeah. And then all of his just extra little hatching detail lines really... Go to like make the city look worn. Uh, yeah, just like kind of worn, scarred, uh, kind of textural. I think that he does a really good job with the backgrounds and stuff because it it the whole thing feels gritty.
0: I'll also credit I th- I think Mick Gray was his name in the intro. It lays out Librero inks on pages one seven five four. You know, like it's bizarre the way that it's mm-hmm. laid out uh-huh. and. At no point am I ever like, oh, this page is the other guy. You know, like I think it's it's still, even though there are little variations, they'll be like within the page. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, so I I think it is very well done. For like, I don't know why they chose to do that. It's not like it's a monthly; it's a standalone. You know, but like it it turned out great. Hmm. My pros. <laughs> tell ben's plot hole this is going to sound stupid but the simplicity of the Why don't story you talk to me before you say anything the, ever again <laughs> the simplicity of the story i like that it's just a very gl- ground level thing the premise is he gets out and this guy is the first guy he sees right and so all you're doing is following what happens between the two of them right and this guy's sort of collateral but you know he's our window to that world And yeah, like you guys mentioned, I just kinda love the whole gritty vibe and as I said earlier, I don't think I had seen anything like this at all. Nothing remotely like this style at the time. And while the inks and colors are definitely more simple than his work today on damned or on all those covers, you know, it still holds up against modern artwork as like a, a really cool chapter in Libermejo's evolution, you know, and that uh, showcases his skills.
1: Uh, not everybody could pull off, yeah, multiple versions of their own art style.
0: I Actually, recently came across there's uh, an art dealer who still has pages from this hmm. for sale. Hmm. I was like, oh man, that's crazy. Damn, I'm not like an art page collector or anything, but I, I definitely looked at the scans of them. Like,
2: oh, that's pretty cool. Oh man, just the pencils. Yeah, another positive I would say, and I. I I've Save had this. enough of your positivity, okay? <laughs> no. You are constantly just gassing us up. Life is hard, and anytime anyone accomplishes anything that should be celebrated, it should be torn we'll down. celebrate that. I celebrate your hardness now. Thank I you. I celebrate. That's why my legs are crossed like this. <laughs> it has nothing to do
0: with my bladder again being full.
2: Friction. This is a pretty good Batman story, despite not being a Batman story at all. Especially when you pointed out He, he those, gets three pages. <laughs> well, then those little elements earlier on, like the whole bar scene, which, again, was lost on me. The restaurant thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. not so dense that I didn't understand he was talking about Batman before that. Sure. But I didn't grasp how much of what happened there was just go Batman him. on, yeah. or mm-hmm. to see if he was even there. That was lost to me a little bit. So that, combined with his final appearance, about he's just like a force that is now unleashed... Yeah. The way they even depict him like jumping off of the bridge girder down to yeah. the ground, like he just is a blur of black sliding across the page. It's yeah, really cool. In the way we got to see Joker from an outsider's perspective, mm-hmm. we get the same thing with Batman and in a way that's appropriate for him because he's real people are like, oh, he's just a myth. He's not real. So it has that feel. Well,
0: and you mentioned the Dark Knight. There actually is a scene, I think it's early in the film, where a guy's doing a. A drug deal in a car, and one guy's on foot outside the window. You got more chance of winning the
2: Powerball than running into him.
0: Because they got the signal in the sky or whatever. That's a little bit like the, he's
2: out there, and he's watching, you know. Cons. Well, what I complained about, which is a feature of the storytelling, because 100 Bullets, which I really loved and read when I was much younger and dumber. I haven't read that. That's fantastic. It's epic. Really, I know really cool. it from
0: the cover of this book. <laughs>
2: it's it's <awesome. laughs> It's really, really good. The writer of 100 Bullets. Yeah. Well, and it has a lot of that kind of stuff in it where you as the reader are like, what are you talking about? What's going mm-hmm. on? You're not privy to information the characters are, past mysteries, past relationships. Um, I've been reading Jonathan Hickman's Marvel stuff, and his writing is a lot like that too, where... Things are talked about, and you kind of just have to piece together from context what is going on. I
0: had a hard time with the sequel to this, with Damned. The artwork is beautiful, and then the story, like, like I was saying to Evan, like you go from this street-level human crime story to Zatanna and Enchantress and Constantine and all this fucking weird shit, and I'm like, how the f- fuck are these things connected you know and then i've read like his azarello's birds of prey and his uh, broken city and it's like i don't think i've read another example of his writing that's as focused as this Uh because there's really Mm -hmm. only that one little thing that that deviates in this whole thing
2: you know he's a crime story writer that's his thing and that's a Mm -hmm. that is a a strength of it to have that kind of way of looking at it because that's what keeps it interesting and exciting and What's going on? What's, what does that mean? All that kind of stuff. But it was just a little too much in those points where I was derailed by the curiosity mm. and wondering if I'm supposed to be understanding this or that kind of thing. You're Billy Madison. God, just
0: <laughs> give me the answer.
2: <laughs> and then my other con is just a fundamental thing, which is more of an issue the first time I read it, but still here with this one. And I was thinking about like, you could tell any story about any one or thing and if you do it well it can be engaging and interesting. As we proved on our last episode, yes. (laughs) But we have limited time in our life. (laughs) And and so... Oh, come on. I picked a short book. It wouldn't take that long. this is excellent. This is really good. But it's (laughs) like... And I mean, I watched movies about criminals and serial killers and crime and stuff like that because they're interesting and they're more exciting than our lives that thankfully are not full of criminals and crime and serial killers. (laughs) But still, to just be so mired in such a garbage person, such a shitty person from front to back, that's a con for me. And that's
0: just, that's just (laughs) a... I didn't want to live in this Gotham. I had never vacationed there. That's like
2: bad criticism judging a work not on its execution but what it's about. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, it sort of feels that way for me. I'm just like, oh, this is depressing. <laughs> I open the book and I'm kind of flying
0: through it. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got I to stop and take my notes. I got to back up like, because it's just moving in the beginning. And I'm loving the artwork. And again, it's been so long since I've actually read it. It was like, like, r- really fun. I was like, man, I'm going to get through this in 20 minutes. Three hours later. Cause Are fucking, you just like because you're so cause, in depth with? Like I, yeah, I write down and, beat by beat the uh, fucking you know the plot points, and then because I'm on my phone, I'll get a notification, then I'll fucking wind up on mm. Instagram or some shit. I'm like, oh, God, God damn it, put it back, you know. And so I'm doing this fucking over and over again, but like, I just remember the feeling of when I started it of like, I want to just devour this because it's so engrossing in this world like you're just yeah.
2: and maybe that's one of the things you didn't like is like you're just in it no and it, there's no relief it bothered me less the second time for some reason my my takeaway in the first one now was that I, you've seen someone get a bottle ground into their face and you're like oh it's not as bad as i thought No, yeah it's no it's <laughs> the first time i read it for whatever reason my takeaway was like i felt worse for johnny frost johnny frost. johnny, johnny. And then this time, I just felt much more like, oh, I don't like him either. So it doesn't bother. It, it bothered me the first time. I like, feel sorry story, for Batman. <laughs> or the like, city of Gotham. This is or the, the people world you yeah. have to deal with. That like our character, our window into the world, the story ends with him getting shot through the back of the neck. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that bothered me more the first time. This time it didn't as much because I'm like, well, you suck. You were a bad person anyway, and you fell in with an even worse person, and your own arrogance and ambition blinded you to what was going on. But that was my other actual big con. Just that the ending like idea is very interesting. He's saying that like, the Joker is the disease, but it's not really the Joker. It's just like the chaos of humans or humanity or something. But that chaos is also why we exist in civilization because of the, all that. That's interesting. I don't know how much that has to do with the story we just read. Well, mm. what's great is that there's like one text box that both
0: says, you know, I was right. I finally became somebody and you guys know my name and then I'm like, this guy really does suck, you know, like (laughs) and then Mm. talks about the the disease metaphor just like the beginning the news spread like a disease and whatever and and Harvey says he's a disease that's incurable and all this and so that's kind of a thing that's running through it but there's this contrast in this guy, even as he's dying, he's not self-aware enough to realize what he's done to himself, I don't think He's, like, both realized his goal and then grossly misjudged this person that And his, his idolized. role in it. Yeah, and their relationship. It's not like, oh, I learned that lesson too late, necessarily. It's like, I'm not sure if you learned anything necessarily.
2: Well, and for the big dramatic takeaway to, to be, as I read it, like, Joker is not the problem. He is just a symptom of the problem. And the problem is chaos and ambition and human whatever greed. Oh, and no, I didn't take it as that well, brand no, but of a... No, but I think that is what it's saying, because then he's like, and there's no cure for this disease, there's just Batman. There's just another thing that beats it back, but that doesn't actually cure it or solve any of it.
0: I mean, I'm thinking in terms of character, and so it's that age-old question of, like, well, there's only Batman, and he's just going to beat him up and lock him up again, and he's going to get on and it's going to start over. And so, to me, that's the whole, like, and there's no cure... If there's only a Batman, like he's a band-aid on this,
2: No, I think it's bigger than breaking that damn. The line that makes me think that is when he says something about like that's the same disease that built our cities in the first place. That doesn't have anything to do with Joker. That's saying something to like whatever he, his Yeah, he chaos does say something that it existed before also is why we are as we are. Like maybe useful in some sense or something like that. But it just it gets lost on me. It's like Can you say something funny? Because this is just okay, well, th- what's in the suitcase? Because you know, and then
0: we're rereading the pages. And then, well, no, technically, there's that other line at the end. I'm like, I'm just fucking... Have I fallen asleep? Have you, is anyone, listeners at home, are you still with us? So did you hear about this one? Did you hear about this one this week? Guys, stop me if you've heard this one. Oh my God, when I was, when I was editing the Lonely City episode, I had paused it and done something else and come back, and I pushed play on the next section, and I said at home selena goes blah 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 and i was like there was that other episode whatever it was where i kept trying to start and you guys kept joking and over and over i was like at home and you would cut me off and then we would repeat at home at home at home and then i was like we did it on like the next episode and no one made a fucking joke like yeah totally missed it but anyway cons for evan
1: I don't think I read the
0: right material. <laughs> <laughs> he read the Doom from Gotham. <laughs> that was a nice one-two pairing. Yeah. <laughs> you read James Tynan's Joker.
1: Yeah. I read the cartoon and
0: I... Yeah, exactly. You I watched just... the Joaquin Phoenix film. Yeah. Joker. Yeah. Well, I've got a big surprise for you what <laughs> our 70th episode is going to be. What?
2: Batman 69. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> full of <review>. you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to watch the non-edited version this time. Of the porn? Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> yes, yes, no. Girl. Make up your mind. My mother, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> sister. Have you ever seen Chinatown? Once. That was big, a Chinatown it's reference. In big okay. trouble. In yeah. little Chinatown. The one I'm Nicholson. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. It, yeah.
2: <laughs> Go on. You were saying something. Mm. Criticize this pinnacle work of creative achievement.
1: I don't think that I have any this isn't my favorite type of story and kind of like ben saying i don't really just like focusing on the gore yeah which is weird because i like horror movies and i don't know but a lot of this stuff like seems super personal or like extra grotesque that well that's probably the point it's not just normal violence it's um skinning a man and putting glass in your own fingers and well yeah i think
0: it's come again coming off the heels of the dark knight where it's like oh my god this guy is fucked up but he's brilliant and he's like you know his performance is so engaging and all this stuff and then you see this you're like oh cool like it looks kind of like the same thing you're like oh yeah this guy does suck though you're right thanks for the reminder I mean, we
2: glossed over it, but he rescues his wife and then fucks her Yeah, and then acts like the whole thing was saving her, and he's like, "Now we're even for you saving my life. Now that I saved your wife, and had sex with her." Wait, you saying that Joker fucked Shelly? Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah, After they save her, it's like you just see them finishing up, and she's like cowering in the back of the car, and then he goes, he's he's like buttoning his pants, and he goes to Johnny, he's like, "Okay, there you go. We're even."
0: Wait, no way. Yes, dog. Right here. Oh my God! Drive her
1: wherever. Give her some money.
0: Wait, how much, he's wait. Like, so he yeah, saved her much? only to rape her in the back
2: seat of this car. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh and then my he says we're God. even, like
2: unironically, like, I, you, you, you saved my life. I saved your you wife. You guys just even. let me
0: fucking explain that scene, like it was like. And then he saved her. And then he said, "Okay, yeah, Johnny, well, her, well, we're I, even." I, sometimes right? I feel like
2: we can't chew it too much because if someone, <laughs> like cause if someone yeah, hasn't read the thing we read, I want something.
0: I th- yeah, because she's all like beat up, like she's fucking you know, or, or she's traumatized, like she was just kidnapped and held at gunpoint no, by Two Face. So I'm like, yeah, of course she would look like this. I'm not looking at him fucking buttoning his pants that are fully open. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, a- she's
1: she's terrified because of the and clown then cock. It,
0: and then give her some money. That's even worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah wh- whatever says, it was worth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. and Johnny looks so fucking
2: traumatized. Garbage.
0: And he stays with him. Yeah, he stays with yeah. him. Jesus fuck!
2: And I was thinking. I mean, this is the. I era. need to
0: start over and read it again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is the. Uh, this Let, is the era. Let's
0: delete this and redo yeah. the episode. <laughs> oh kicked my off God. by that
2: we always talk about. Kicked off by Sopranos of like where the characters in Popular Fiction are not good. Yeah, yeah. like Breaking Bad's the other big one, but there's tons of them. Sure. So, and this is like right the beginning way. But wave this of is
0: that. not what this is not is the Wire, where. You show the humanity in the villains, and you show the the conflict or the corruption in the heroes, and it's just a real human story all around. This is not that.
2: This is... This is sort of that. Cause, but Johnny is that. And Joker is just like an inhuman monster.
0: Yeah, but we never really get... Again, even after that,
2: he yeah, still stays with the said, dude? I don't... Feel for him because, like, what that whole. Scene, I, I feel the like the elderly couple was the was the yeah, worst. It's, it's the rape like, and that then that is the elderly thing, couple. That, this is that is worse, but that's really bad, especially what it shows about the character we're experiencing the world through. Fuck. And I don't think I picked up on that the first time I read this. This time I noticed. It. I, I already like,
0: thought I, this was like the most brutal, gnarly shit, but that takes it to.
2: Well, that's what I mean. It's it's expertly rendered. Fuck. It's just miserable. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's, it's hard to like.
2: I'm going to dress him as this guy for yeah, all Yeah, in exactly. There. You feel
1: you feel wrong for liking it and I don't think that you can have like a positive one star. I'm take, out. Yeah, you <laughs> can't you can't have like a positive takeaway. Jesus.
2: Well, it's, well it, did you have fun reading like, it? No. Know, killing killing the elderly well, couple we that was unambiguous, and that was as bad as anything. This is
0: him. like earlier... Yeah, I mean, that was my favorite part. It's like earlier, <laughs> where I was like, I mean, I knew he was a piece of shit, but the Confederate flag, come on. <laughs> 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 Let's have some wow. standards. But now it's like, God, yeah, I mean, I've seen him do all these horrible things. The disrespect, events, you know? But I didn't the realize... The disrespect I'm was the worst ...doing thing. your Norm McDonalds. You know what hurts the most is the, the lack of respect, you know? That's what hurts the most. Except for the Except for the other thing, that hurts the most. But the lack of respect hurts the second most. Okay, my cons...
2: The subtle rape scene. No, um, that's the, not any worse than anything else. Sorry that for yelling it's rape. Just, if
0: anyone's listening to yeah. this at work or something, um, I apologize.
2: But I only mean to point that out because it's like, oh, it's essential. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Like I said, I haven't <laughs> read this really in a long time. Yeah.
0: Actually, now that I think of this, yeah, I want to say my initial reaction to this book was that the only thing I thought was weird. Was Joker having a sexual appetite? Is that I thought that was strange because mm. he's, he's portrayed as inhuman. He's not, you know, wouldn't have normal kind of needs or whatever. And so, yeah, that did occur to me way, way, way long ago, but I couldn't put it in my head right now that, it w- that he fucking raped Shelly. But,
2: but again, that's also just another like our culture kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. again, murdering the old people was probably worse than that but we that didn't get the response but also it
0: got the response that's fucking
2: foul maybe it's because it wasn't a discovery in this podcast you
0: yeah yeah that was a part we saw it we knew it happened and it was horrible and it was more so like and here they're having a conversation in it
2: gross comic book like mainstream comic book villains and stories especially if we're talking about the movies which is a tend not now. to be
0: rapists.
2: Yeah, they violence is fair sexual game. crimes. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, that's just anyway.
2: Yeah, I think if you're depressed, you're depraved. depraved. Probably.
0: Yeah. So my cons, I just wrote occasional weird dialogue here and there. I think Ben's example of the fucking suitcase exchange, all that shit, perfect. And the Riddler design, Jesus Christ,
2: <laughs> that is just that's worse than that's the an abomination. First one Riddler with the sideburns and the
0: yeah, it's.
2: Also, no shirt and a jacket. It's
0: up there with All-Star Joker, I think. It's just... I don't like it at all. That said, it is time for the rating.
2: Ev. Mm. We'll come back to Ev. Ben. This is another one of my famous split ratings. Three and a half. If I'm just judging the work on the quality of execution, it's like a four and a half or a five. But for all those things, I my issues with it it's like three and a half (laughs) you're like but it's just unpleasant yeah Yeah.
1: no that's my inclination was also like three or three and a half
0: okay so
2: same reasons like I can imagine if I got this in 2008 and read it I'd be like that was fucking amazing right I've never read a comic story except I was reading like Supreme Power and all the Marvel Max stuff which is also super fucked up right
1: but now that I'm older and life has softened me and, <laughs> and, and uh, happier uh,
0: stories <laughs> yeah exactly
1: Now i'm more i'm on a, like a powerpuff girl trajectory
0: <laughs> so we got a double three and a half there yeah i am a four and a half on it i have very little nitpicky stuff and and overall it's 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 the kind of thing that normally would just like kind of burn through because it's so captivating and like ha- the way really that it well. keeps escalating yeah. and yeah, yeah, it's just very interesting, very all well All the done. murder gets your motor going.
2: Oh, yeah. That's hard to, all mm-hmm. the murder gets your murder going. Yeah. Motor, both the murder. Motor and what's your right to ride? Sister Christian, the only one. How many songs was that? I'm hot That's for I think, Okay, yeah. I only knew the first line again. Because it? it starts out, sister Christian, it's like very mellow, and then the chorus is motor and. Got it. Yeah, you never seen the infomercial for the 80s hair metal (laughs) compilation? Now, 75. Glam (laughs) Rockets.
0: All right, that is our show. Thank you guys so much for listening as always. And stay tuned on the next episode as we near the end of season three. There is a big announcement on the next show. Okay, two episodes left. Countdown begins right now. As I mentioned before, I did commission Lee Bermejo, perhaps my favorite artist of all time, for an original Joker sketch. So if you're not already, follow us on Instagram at BatFanAddict. You can see all the new sketches I've been getting. It's been fucking crazy lately. I'm so excited. And there's more on the way. Now, I want to follow this episode on Joker with, well, you guessed it, and I did mention it earlier, so stay tuned for more dark and gritty Todd Phillips Joker.